0: presents Laugh! Literature and
1: Film.
0: Broadcasting live from Flying Bull Production studios, it's Laugh, episode 112, We Laugh, for the January 15th weekend. I'm your host, Mr. Two Frames. Joining me in studios, as always, is the L train. How are you, sir? I'm wonderful. How are you? Doing great. Uh, it's a bright, sunny cold January day starting to feel a lot like winter finally after yeah. coming back from winter break and none of it felt like winter break
1: <laughs> we say this and when this opens or drops it'll be like 75 degrees out
0: no I think we're due for the cold really? and I think next week we've got a chance at snow
1: Ugh.
0: nothing like podcasting in the snow
1: I, say. I hate snow <sighs> I do I hate I hate snow. I hate the option of snow or the potential for snow <laughs> you're just completely anti-winter I love cold you, yeah I, I love cold you don't like christmas don't eh, like snow christmas is fine i like christmas hot right? chocolate
0: yeah all right I fair like
1: enough it. i like cold chocolate better
0: all right so this weekend we see three new movies coming out in the box office are we gonna see any of them uh, there's one that has me intrigued in all fact right. let's start with that that's 13 hours the secret soldiers of benghazi This is based on a true story. Uh, When an American ambassador is killed during an attack at a U.S. compound in Libya, uh, a security team struggles to make sense of the chaos. This is from director Michael Bay, who always does very realistic historical movies. Yeah, this is a little out of his wheelhouse. Uh, The bad thing is now everyone thinks of Michael Bay as the Transformers director. When, he, for a long time, he was one of the top action directors out there. And I mean, people got excited about his but films.
1: But schlocky action.
0: He, I don't know if it's schlocky. It has its own style right. and it's very phonetic. Uh, uh, other cutting. than
1: the Transformers, what what are... The Rock. Bad Boys. Right, right. Schlocky. Schlocky. I think The Rock is a schlocky film. It's not a, it's not a prestige film. The Islands, pretty good sci-fi. Schlocky. <laughs> Pearl Harbor uh
0: pearl harbor has
1: a great action come on man nobody likes pearl harbor the attack on pearl harbor is good yeah there's some good action sequences horrible stuff in transformers
0: his his best movie and probably his most decisive divisive divisive yeah we can't even agree on that word (laughs) um is uh pain and gain with Uh, the rock i really enjoyed that movie all right
1: maybe you mean his most critically
0: acceptable movie his favorite of mine
1: oh okay I, i would say the rock
0: I mean, a lot of crits out there hated Pain and Gain. The Rock is fun. It's good old-fashioned Nicolas Cage fun. Hey, it's
1: got Steve Buscemi.
0: Yeah. So, to me, this could just be a fun action film. Or it could be a glorious mess that's fun to watch because it's a glorious mess.
1: I think it's going to strike somewhere in between because he's trying to do different te- camera techniques with a shaky cam. He's, he's already mentioned in an interview I read this week that he uh, wanted to have up-close personal action as if you were there so yeah that style is not appealing to me you didn't like that uh, camera style is horrifying black Hawk down maybe that was the first time it was used and maybe should have been the last time that it was used but i think they also mixed it up a little bit yeah but sometimes it gets oppressive and sometimes i don't even notice it so like in 71 you said it was there a lot the movie 71 from earlier mm-hmm. this year i you know i i can see it in the the, the previews because I have no interest in watching this so I've watched some of the previews and it doesn't seem I mean it seems like it's going to be a hot mess
0: well that would be my pick of the three movies to go see Uh, what else is there out there
1: alright so this is
0: uh, make the case for another one of these films
1: I'm not sure if I could I don't think I'll be going to movies this weekend I I might be staying home and watching some movies on the internets this movie is a political propaganda geared towards children and it has an environmental message about polar bears and the, the the melting of our polar ice cap. And what is that called? Global warming? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Norm of the North, Trevor Wall's first feature film. Stars uh, the voice talent of Ro- Rob Schneider, Heather Graham, and Kim Jung. I like That's most an of them. That's star cast. <laughs> Talk about the D-list, though.
0: Heather Graham's fallen off quite a bit. I don't think Rob Schneider has ever been that great. He might have been
1: a C-. He might have been on the C- list. Ken Jong went up there for a little bit. Yeah, and he's got a TV show now on
0: ABC that I don't think has been canceled yet. (laughs) Hasn't been canceled, so he's... eh,
1: This is one of those movies I saw.
0: I went, wow, are they just trying to put this out because it's cost them so little to make? And they figure... There's no other competition for it right now. I mean, Alvin the Chipmunks has been out for almost a month now.
1: Oh, you mean because it's
0: children's movie? Yeah, because originally this was supposed to be a direct-to-DVD release. And they changed it a couple months ago and said, no, we're going to put this in theaters. Roll the dice.
1: Oh, I, I, w- I was thinking that they were capitalizing on the success of The Bears and The Revenant. <laughs> yeah. We've we even talked about the movie's called Norm of the North. Did I give the title? I don't think so. Norm of the North, displaced from their Arctic home, a polar bear named Norm and his three lemming friends wind up in New York City, where Norm becomes the mascot of a corporation he soon learns is tied to the fate of his homeland. Is the spoiler of this corporation is Coca-Cola? I don't know. If it is, then you did a pretty good job of nailing it. What's his homeland? The, Ar- the Arctic? No, Northern Canada. Because it says displaced from their Arctic home. Yeah, Northern Canada. So what is what is it? Northern Canada? That's my homeland? Yeah. Okay. So so did he think they got the, the bear from The Revenant? No, I, I think he was too busy. He might have been too busy doing, he's doing some uh, Oscar press. Yeah, he's on promotional tour.
0: Week. All right, uh, the last film coming out is Ride Along 2, starring Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. Uh, as his wedding day approaches, Ben heads to Miami with his soon-to-be brother-in-law, James, to bring down a drug dealer who's supplying the dealers of Atlanta with product.
1: Like the, hair product?
0: No, I'm the good old-fashioned cocaine. No. Oh. Uh, Snow White's drug of cor- choice.
1: White line. Yeah.
0: Uh, this comes from director Tim Story, who did the first ride-along film, as well as Fantastic Four and the sequel, Rise of the Silver Surfer.
1: <laughs> wow. Pedigree. He, he's been around for a long time. His next movie is a black version of The Christmas Carol. Like, Do we need another version of The Christmas Carol? You know, I was about to say,
0: hasn't Tyler Perry already done that? I don't uh, think he has. Perhaps he has.
1: Uh, this guy's then, he's fallen into that niche. That's called uh, Humbug. It's got Ice Cube supposedly attached to it. This'll do well. Okay. This makes 15
0: to $20 million this weekend, I bet. I don't, I never saw Ride Along 1. I don't think I'd be able to follow it. Oh, well, apparently they wanted to call this movie at first Ride Together with a, Number two in place of the TO in the word
1: together. Wow. Wow. But calmer heads prevailed. <laughs> that, w- that would have affected the box office. Yeah. That would have been the worst title choice. It ha- had the most negative effect or deleterious effect on a title or on a movie. Yeah. That, that would not have worked well. But
0: like I said, this will make 15 to 20 million. I think it does around 80 million total wow. at the box office. The f- last film did pretty well, and like we've been saying, there's not a whole lot coming out right now right. in competition. So, so you
1: think this wins? This beats 13 soldiers? Oof.
0: You just said $20 million for this. Yeah, I think this makes more money than 13 Hours. Oh, uh, 13 Hours. Uh, just because 13 Hours is rated R, so it limits its um, box office potential. Right. 13 Hours, I think, does well if it makes $12 million. Norm
1: Norman the North?
0: But Star Wars is going to win again this weekend, I bet. Revenant
1: Cost- won. Revenant won this weekend.
0: I thought Revenant made thirty eight
1: million and Star Wars made forty. I think it's I think you got your numbers wrong there. I don't know. I just looked it up this morning. I thought it was forty seven or forty one. It was forty some odd number. Yeah, fair enough. For the Revenant. It was the first I I think it the title was The Revenant Mauls Star Wars at the box office. And I'm thinking it's not really a mauling if one movie gets just slightly less than the other, so yeah. And Star Wars has already been out for a month. So the question then becomes: Is there a drop? Like, is there a huge drop off for the Revenant, or does it word of mouth allow it to take the box office second week in a row?
0: It'll drop thirty percent at least.
1: So this is one of those where, and which is, I mean, isn't Star bad Wars probably won't way. drop that much? Star now you're War- starting to get people going back to Star
0: Wars. Oh yeah, Star Wars does another 30 million plus. They're happy because they've already crossed 800 million and they opened in China made over 50 million in 2 yeah. days. I mean, norm that, of the north. Norm of the north. Oof, I'm horrible at guessing how much animated films make. I'll say 15 million. Wow.
1: No. No one even make half that.
0: Well, if it if there's bad weather across the nation this All weekend.
1: Right. Yeah. I didn't take the weather into account. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, if you're staying home, I got a pick from the Redbox. This is great. I don't know how we haven't talked about this movie already. This is Irrational Man. <laughs>
1: we haven't talked about it because I haven't seen
0: it. Oh, it's so good. It's a Woody Allen-directed film starring Emma Stone, Joaquin Phoenix, and Parker Posey. Joaquin Phoenix plays a tormented philosophy professor.
1: Uh, who, Jewish?
0: No. Um, no. He's kind of depressed. He has no purpose in life. And he finds a chance to commit an existential act. It's like philosophy in real life, you know, the practicality. Oh, okay. So he, he might pull the thing? lever
1: that's been from yeah, a something mad like philosopher's
0: that. sent down. So this gives him new life. All
1: right.
0: It's funny. I really like these new Woody Allen films. I tried watching some of his older stuff. It doesn't work for me nearly huh. as well. Uh, last year I watched Magic and the Moonlight that also had Emma Stone in it. thought that was a great little film. Irrational Man, another great little film. It's only like 90 minutes long. so
1: right.
0: That's my pick from the Red Bots, Irrational Man. What do you got for us for streaming?
1: Well, I have another Amazon Prime pick of the week now. I, I was off Amazon for a little bit, but I'm back on the Amazon You guys Prime. have worked out your yeah, problems. We worked out our differences. We went to counseling. This is a movie that the clip is only ninety, about 95 minutes long, but it feels like it's about seven hours long. Yeah. Uh I thought about it because of the movie that we're going to be reviewing this week, The Revenant. And a lot of uh, Iñárritu's style seems to be um, not mimicking, but at least similar to Terrence Malick. Mm -hmm. Terrence Malick was involved in this. And there are a lot of similar shots with a handheld camera at a very low angle, paying attention to the trees. Anyway, it's the story of Abraham Lincoln's childhood in the harsh wilderness of Indiana and the hardships that shaped him. And I think there's two or three women that guide him to immortality. It's directed by and written by A.J. Edwards. I think it's his first film, but it stars Jason Clark, uh, Diane Kruger, and Britt Marling. It's a pretty good cast, I think, as the people that sort of influence um, Abe Lincoln. It's Abe Lincoln's childhood.
0: This just recently came out?
1: I mean, it came out a couple or three years ago. Uh, it says uh, Terrence Malick. Film, but I think he was just a producer. He didn't direct it. Like I said, it's this AJ Edwards guy. Uh, filmed in black and white, very independent, very pensive, and maudlin, and interesting in a way. I mean, you just kind of want to take yourself back to that time period, like the Revenant does, and this movie does the same sort of thing. It's, I mean, it, it might be worth it if you're into that kind of thing. It's a, it's a historical uh, look at. Uh, early young Abe Lincoln so if you're interested in all those things or any of those things Terrence Malik, Abe Lincoln, Jason Clark it's probably worth a look I don't know, it's 95 minutes like I said, it plods along is this like a meets cr-
0: cut off type of plod?
1: yeah, all right. yeah I'm yeah, staying away yeah. then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: so since I won't be watching Amazon Prime <laughs> then this weekend, what about on the good old Netflix, what
1: could I watch? my net pick of the week is also based a little bit on The Revenant because this was the first independent film that I probably saw, and uh, well, this is not the reason why. It's one of the very first independent movies I remember seeing and recognizing that there is something out there called independent film, which is taking a little bit of risks and telling different stories than what you would see in major Hollywood films. It's called Smoke Signals. It came out in 1988 or 1998, sorry, and it's uh, about a young Indian man named Thomas who's the nerd on his reservation, wears these oversized glasses. Nobody wants to hear him or listen to him. He's trying to recall the sort of storytelling concepts that are of the oral storytelling of Native Americans. His parents died in a fire in 1976. The kid that saved him, or the, the man who saved him, was um, a complicated um, father of a guy who grows up to be his friend, this guy Victor. Um, When Victor hears that his father has died, Thomas offers to fund him the trip to go get his remains, because he doesn't really want to go and he doesn't have the money, but this nerd Thomas uh, funds the trip, and Thomas and Victor hit the road. It's a tale about uh, the life on the reservation and what it's like to be an American Indian living in a modern society, or semi-modern society, I guess it's set around 1986, um, even though it's 1998 is when it was filmed. Uh, it's written by Sherman Alexi, who also wrote a few books about the Native American experience. Um, Tonto and the Lone Ranger fight in space, I think, or something like that, is one of them. Yeah. He's a weird guy. He's a trippy guy. Okay. But I really like Sherman Alexie, and I like this movie. It's a, it's a fun little movie, and I saw it on Netflix, and it became my nitpick of the week. All right, and that's Smoke Signals.
0: Uh, Amazon Prime, you're recommending The Better Angel... I'm saying if you head by the oh, red, Better Bo- Angels. There's two of better them. Better Angels, sorry. Two or three. <laughs> My bad. Uh, if you head by the red Box pick up Irrational Man, Woody Allen's newest film. Uh, the weekend has three major movies coming out. Neither of us want to see Norm of the North or Ride Along 2. I'm saying go watch 13 Hours uh, to get your Michael Bay on. You're saying give it a pass, wait for it to show up on HBO? Yes. Would you even watch it then? Probably not. It's too soon for the topic too soon right. Yeah. fair enough uh, that was episode 112 of Laugh next time we're coming at you with a review of The Revenant starring Leonardo DiCaprio that'll be episode 113 should be out later this week thank you for joining me in studios Eltra alright there be
1: dragons pox it bono
0: my I am your host, Mister Two Frames. Joining me in studios, as always, is the L Train. How are you, sir? Great. I was looking. The
1: uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm great. Uh, it looks like I'm. You can get. You're getting my breathing or something. I didn't know I was breathing that hard. No, well, we pick up each other. Each other's oh, mics pick uh, us okay. up a little bit. Sorry.
0: <laughs> so much for the flawless open. <coughs> Whatever. I can stick the landing twice. All right.